。皆さん、お疲れ様でした。外人弁当です。楽しましょうよね。Hello and welcome to another episode of Gaijin Bento. My name is Brian. And my name is Sage. A podcast made for degenerate weeps and Japan enthusiasts. We talk about all kinds of Japanese culture and media. So today is a special day in Japan. It's、uh, actually uh, uh, what they call Otsukimi,、uh, uh, which is、uh, moon watching or the harvest moon. Ooh. Yes. That's a video game. Bless you. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, yes, it's the celebration of the full moon. And it,、uh, it generally takes somewhere between like September and October, but、uh, it landed today and it's quite bright today. It was kind of cool.、Um, so, yeah, it's a thing that dates back to actually dates back to China,、uh, but don't tell Japanese people that because、uh, they'll get upset just getting、uh, any, anything <laughs> China related. So, yeah. Um, so happy、uh, Otsukimi Day moon viewing. Yay. Wonderful. So, like, what sorts of things do people do? Like, do you have like little get togethers?、Um, are there like.、Uh, yes. I don't know. Like, yeah, like, you know, like, what do you do for like celebration? <laughs> yes, actually. So, yeah, people do get together and they'll have like little、uh, parties. And、uh, the, what they have is they'll have like offerings. Uh, so, they have like a, I don't know what type of like flower it is, but they have like a, some type of plant like next to、mm-hmm. like where you would,、uh, whichever window you would see the moon from. And also some、uh, offerings called、uh, a dango and、uh, Suzuki grass. And they're like kind of like chestnuts, I guess. So, yeah. And, but it's still quite a popular thing to do.、Uh, and I know because I actually I was over at,、uh, at a Kocho Sensei、uh, principal's house over today. For、um, a goodbye dinner. And this actually segues into kind of what I'm going to talk about today because I haven't mentioned it yet on the podcast. It's pretty big news and it, I've, it, I've had a hard time holding it off saying anything on the podcast. I've already known for a couple of weeks, but、um, it's just been kind of a nightmare. But yes, I'm leaving the island. No, I'm not leaving Japan. Don't worry. I haven't been deported yet. Yeah, he's been voted off the island. So, yeah, what are you going to do, man? You get like a rowboat or something? You weren't supposed to tell him that. Jeez. <laughs> I wanted, to, I wanted to sound like it was on my own will, like I was like a cool guy. You know? <laughs> Would they have believed that? Yeah, who am I kidding? <laughs> so, I'm just joshing. You're just, you're just yanking the nut. I don't know what that means.、Yeah. So, yeah, so they, had, they actually had like a little, like the, like the plant and like the offerings there on the, the moon watching window. So, okay, so anyway, yeah.、Um, Yeah, I'm leaving the island because I'm moving to Tokyo. I got a job there. I'm leaving the company、uh, that I'm work- currently working on, working at.、Uh, so, my, the, one of the principals at the, one of the schools that I work at,、uh, he invited me over to his house for a goodbye dinner. And his,、uh, his wife is an incredible cook. I've been over to his house before, and she's awesome and she makes super delicious food. You'll never guess what she made, what, what the main dish was. You'll never guess. Okay. Wrong. Is it something that isn't. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wrong. Wrong.、Um, okay, is it something that's not like typical Japanese food? Yes. Okay,、um, I don't know why, but I kind of want to go with like fried chicken uh, or something like in that vein.、Uh, okay,、uh, hint, think something a bit more personal towards me. Oh, did she make、um, like empanadas or, or something? Actually, or like your hot tacos. Your hot, yes, ding, ding, ding. She made tacos. She, made tacos. <laughs> she had never made them before. She made I thought、it. that was so obvious.、Yeah. <laughs> she, made, she made tacos. She like made the handmade tortillas and everything. Like she had never made it before. She made it for like the special occasion. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, it was really kind. And she also, she also makes this、uh, thing called、uh, ajillo, which is actually originates from Spain, which is kind of like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of like this like, olive oil like shrimp thing. And then you'd like dunk like French bread in there and it's fucking delicious. And she, like, she made it last time I was over at their house and like she like you saw how much I nutted over it. So like she made it, <laughs> she, made, she made it again this time. She was like, oh, guess what I made? And I'm like, no, you didn't. Oh, you, you, like, yep, that's right. I made the, the ahiyo. I'm like, I'm dead. Oh, that's so nice of her. So yeah, it was very sweet. That,、uh, that principal is awesome.、Uh, he's seriously like a literal angel.、Um, so, yeah, was, I was there you know, for a few hours. We had some drinks.、Uh, he actually picked me up from my house and、uh, he dropped me off. 
That's nice of him. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm really sad. I had to say goodbye to a couple of schools already. I still have like a work a uh, uh, week of work, but um, I still have so much to do and so much to see. I have a lot of packing to do and so much cleaning. So it's been a kind of a nightmare of a few weeks. So basically, the way this um, job came to be. <clears throat> There was another English teacher here many a year ago, and by that I mean like a couple months ago. Uh, <laughs> so he left the he left the island like a few months ago, like in April, uh, for this one job. So as you all know, I went to Tokyo for my uh, my Natsuyasumi, just summer vacation. Uh, and so I met up with him, and he told me about this job. He's like, oh yeah, they're hiring. You know, you can work in Shinjuku. I'm like, I mean, that kind of rules and. That's kind of a dream of mine to work in the city. So I applied for it thinking nothing was going to come of it. And then like the dudes are like, hey, let's do an interview. I'm like, okay. And then like I do the interview. The interview goes well. I'm like, hey, you're hired. I'm like, whoa. It's like, also you start next month. I'm like, whoa. Wow. That's awesome, dude. But yeah, that's that's kind of a lot to process too. Yeah. So it's still processing to be honest. And uh, I finally like got like a lot of details. So, you know, like with his job, that I have now, I was kind of spoiled in the sense that they kind of took care of all like the legal shit. But now I kind of and mm-hmm. you know, all like the move and stuff. But you know, I have to be a big boy and I have to do all this by myself now. I've got most of that shit figured out. So this week, I'm a lot less. Actually, just as of today, I'm a lot less stressed because, um, well, uh, I, I kind of got most of those things figured out. And the thing is, is like I was expecting some documents to arrive from the U.S. that I needed, but there's there was that fu- fucking typhoon from last week. And you'll, yeah. and you'll never guess what's on its way in the next few days here. Another typhoon? That's right! Oh my god, what do I win? <laughs> uh, you win um, nothing! Not having to deal you with the typhoon. <laughs> Not having to deal with the typhoon. <laughs> That's a big one, actually. Yeah, it sounds like it would be. I mean, like, you you sent videos of, like, what it sounds like. Yes, what did you think of that? <laughs> to us every time you get a storm. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that? I was just like... Who is outside your house right now, and why do they hate you? It, it seriously sounded like like <laughs> someone was throwing dogs at my window. I don't know. Don't tell me. Don't ask me why I know what that sounds like. <laughs> you have experience with the with people being angry and throwing dogs at your place. So anyway, <laughs> woo. Well, that's so good that you know there's not as much you have to worry about now, and you're feeling you're feeling better about this. A lot better because, like, literally just a few days ago, um, because like, so I I applied for this, so it's kind of like what's it's called a share house, the apartment that I applied in. It's uh, fully furnished mm-hmm. and it's very foreigner friendly, uh, and the, like the contract is short, which is great. Uh, I, I only for for now I'm looking for a super small temporary spot until I find something a little bit more permanent on my own. Uh, but it's fully furnished, so it's great. Uh, uh, but they were taking forever because, of course, you know, my luck, they were getting a fuck ton of inquiries at the same time. So it was, they were like, all right, you know, I got to do my application. And they're like, all right, we'll get back to you two to three days tops. And then it's like five days later. And I'm like, kind of like mm. half panicking. I'm like, and I messaged them. I'm like, yo, what the fuck going on? And they're like, yes, yeah, so, <laughs> sorry, there's been a lot of inquiries, but you've been approved. Just wait until um, we send you another message later on um, about the payment, the initial payments and stuff. Which hasn't gotten yet, but I don't care because, like, I just needed that, like, okay, it's been approved and I'm good. Yes. So. I'm sure that that's put you at ease. So, yeah, I'm going to have a, the place I'm going to be staying at is, like, it's in Tokyo still. It's about, like, a 40 to 50 minute train ride to Shinjuku, which is where I'm going to be working in. Um, okay. So, and I'm sure everyone's wondering, what, what are you doing? Are you going to be a male prostitute like we all expected you to, Brian? And the answer is, uh, <laughs> I, I wish, but good guess. Um, uh, no no maid, Brian. No maid, Brian. I'm only going to go to them uh, every day now. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so uh, um, I uh, I'm, uh, took a position as an associate manager at an English training school in uh, Shinjuku. Which is awesome. I can't believe I'm going to be... I never thought I would ever, like, say those words that, I'm going to be working in Shinjuku in Tokyo. Like, that's nuts. That still sounds nuts to me. That's fantastic. That's so cool. So, um, but I'm, like, simultaneously tremendously sad that uh, I get to... I have to say goodbye to all my kids, my students. Yeah. Um, So, that's been hard. I've already said goodbye to a couple schools. Um, Yeah, it freaking sucks, but... Uh, I gotta gotta do what's best for me, boy. Aka just myself. (laughs) 
Yeah, that that can't be easy. Like I know a lot of teachers and when, you know, you get attached to your students and from what you've been sharing with me and like on the podcast, like, you know, you hang out with um like your elementary kids at recess and they really enjoy like seeing you every day. Yeah, they're good. They're all good uh, set of kids. So it was a pleasure uh, working. Same with like the teachers. Thankfully, I've heard like for English dispatch companies, I've heard a lot of horror stories of people not getting along with some of like the Japanese teachers. But uh, it's been great. Uh-oh. It's been great with me. Uh, I've had like seriously uh, the the biggest luck. I've worked with some awesome teachers. Um, uh, it's been great. So uh, yeah, I got to move on to my next chapter, my next uh, arc. I, this arc is complete. Yes, Brian's arc is the assistant manager. That's right. And that being said, though. Uh, with all the, the moving stuff and the, those sort of things, I, I I don't know what's going to come for like like what the temporary situation is going to be for this podcast. Uh, I know Sage also said you're uh, gonna be kind of busy. Hopefully, I can still keep it running somehow. I know that uh, my apartment is going to be it's going to have internet already, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, but also kind of like adjusting with my job and also I still have to go to the immigration office and figure out all that fun stuff that I, that doesn't matter. I don't want to talk about it in the, in the podcast cause it's boring as hell and it's just a nightmare. So yeah. Uh, that being said, <laughs> we'll, we'll probably post something on, uh, on the Instagrams or something about, you know, what, what our, uh, temporary future is going to be. Uh, but I, d- of course I don't want to end this podcast or anything. We just got started with this. Uh, and and it's only going to get even more interesting now that I'm going to be working in the city. So I'm only going to have m- plenty of things to talk about. Uh, but hopefully it's just kind of like a temporary mess of what we're going to figure out. So stay tuned for that. That would be fun. Yeah, we can call this like a like a season finale. Make you make you wait a little bit for the the kickoff. Oh, there, there. the new arc. Oh, there you go. It was you know, and it's funny. It's like I've been uh. Like the when I upload the podcast episodes, it's just like oh, he's like optional. Choose season number. I've been like choosing season one. So <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna put season two for uh for the comeback. That would be fun. You know, I I I always thought about that. I'm like, are, like, do you do seasons for podcasts? I I don't know. I don't listen to that many other than just some of our other friends that that do this too. But I guess I guess uh, we can have seasons as well. Seasons, yes. They'll be like anime seasons. Like you know, we might have like ten episodes one season, like fifty in another. You know, it's actually really appropriate since I'm finishing an arc. So, <laughs> exactly, it really is. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's so crazy to me still. So yeah, I'm finishing. I'm complete. I'm completing my arc, uh, my arc here. So you guys stay tuned for season two. The Shinjuku arc. Shinjuku arc. Yeah. <laughs> That was really poor Brian because Tokyo is very expensive, but life's going to be so much more interesting. Woo! Yeah, you're going to have so much to just like, I don't even think you could, even just living out there for like the first week or so before we start back up for our next season. I don't even know if you're going to be able to like, even just give like a general summary for our first episode. I bet you that's going to like be like several episodes of just like how your first week went. Yeah, episode one. So yeah, I've been shot. Dude, come on! I was gonna say you're in you're in Tokyo, not Chicago. That's true. Oh, you know, like there's this uh, teacher. Cause, so everyone knows, like all, every, of course. Uh, uh, this teacher came up to me. He's like, "Oh, you know where you staying?" And I was like, uh, "This place. Uh, it's in Kanamachi. It's actually close to Chiba. Um, yeah, Chiba Prefecture." And he was like, "Look, he mm-hmm. was like looking it up in his free time." And he was like, "Oh, you know, just like uh, watch out. It could be dangerous in the city." And he was like, "Oh wait, uh, you are from Chicago, so I guess you're fine." And I was like. <laughs> And I'm like, I, I I wanted to get mad, but like he's not wrong. No, he's not. I, I have that been, is interesting. Yeah, I've been gu- I've been held at gunpoint in, in my life, so like I want to be mad, but I can't. Oh God, yeah. There's some crazy stuff. Like you and Eric have told me about some interesting things that have happened to you, and like I'm just lucky that I've been able to avoid those situations downtown. But oh, what's well, because you have a guardian angel and God's trying to kill me, but he keeps failing. So, I guess I wonder then, like, when he's thinking that area, you know, you you do want to be maybe a little bit more careful compared to some other like parts of Tokyo. I wonder how that would compare to different parts of Chicago then, because because when he remembered that's where you were from, when he figured, oh okay, like you're probably like you're not completely out of your element then. So I wonder, I wonder if it's still better <laughs> oh hell yeah it 
It probably is. It, it absolutely <laughs> is. And because I, I went to a lot of parts of outside of like the touristy parts of Tokyo. I mean, honestly, it's just like I never felt like like my life was in danger in any Japanese city. Now, this is totally true. You know, I'm not being held at gunpoint by like a Jap- Japanese FBI agent or anything like super true. Like nope. I had I have never felt like that my life was being threatened by someone. Now, by nature, it's a, it's a different story. But <laughs> but like I, I with like people, like I've always felt like safe, and even like you know I, you know that I go to those like 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 really small dark alleys at night and go to the hezekiahs when I go to the yeah the you go to your bars <laughs> like even then I'm like I don't feel like oh my god I'm gonna get robbed or anything nothing like that like seriously like I, I'm not kidding I had never had that sense of, and. And I, I'm, I grew up in the city. I worked in the city and, you know, we both went to school in the city. You know, I have like that, mm-hmm. like city sense of like, if something dodgy is going on or like, you have like that sense like, uh, yeah, something shady could be happening here or like, or this area, it's probably, I should probably leave. But, mm-hmm. but I have literally seriously, honest to God, of all the, the cities in Japan that I've been to, um, I have never remotely felt like that was ever the case like ever seriously and uh because you know i've been to new york i've been to, uh, to oh, san francisco right. i've been to, i've been to maryland maryland that's all that's all that's um uh curses place place right there um baltimore is we're gonna have to circle back to that yeah yeah yeah, yeah ba- baltimore and uh parts of philly yeah don't go there oh yeah yeah oh and 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 uh yes the 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 east side of Washington DC is actually pretty horrible too. But I've been to the, oh, you know, the point is that I've been to this really shitty, shady areas in my day, and I have ser- so I know like where, where if my life might be threatened by somebody. So I seriously, honest to God, uh, have never felt that. So I feel pretty comfortable, if you know, and uh, I can handle myself in a situation of me possibly getting myself murdered. And, and if I get myself murdered, what's there to lose? <laughs> <laughs> nothing you can't get murdered what's gonna happen in season three uh my season three is uh <clears throat> when you re- when you revive me with the dragon balls i was gonna say do i season three i get to go on the plane i have to go out and find you and like dunk your body in a lazarus pit or some shit yes in uh in the and i know what that means lazarus yeah <laughs> I know that word. those are those are for my uh my dc fans out there Hey. All two of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys got to step up your movie game. Yeah, I mean, Marvel needs to too, but like for different reasons. DC, I I have no hope. I I feel like every every time DC is like, oh hey guys, we have another one of the, what do you call? It? We have another movie. That's that's what they're called. And Marvel's like, well, we are on our fiftieth uh, phase. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's an alternate universe. It's uh, Doctor Strange versus Doctor Weirdo. Who's gonna win? <laughs> Pretty much, and like, and people are still like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go see it at midnight." It's like, and it's, they okay. <laughs> you 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 enjoy dog. You enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, thanks for reminding me. I have to force you to watch Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. I do because um. We mentioned this before um, on a different episode, but um, Brian, you were you were dragging like a lot of the MCU films, rightfully so, because they've gotten really comfortable of just kind of following a lot of the same like one or two formulas, yeah. and they're not really like doing a lot of different stuff. So we were just ragging on like, okay, like are any of these even good? And I was like, I'm gonna make you watch the worst one just so you like don't have a good. Um, what's the word? You don't have a, like a, like a good penis. I lost it. Um, <laughs> so that like, you know, you, you just don't feel like you need to watch any more Marvel films. And quite honestly, I feel like Dr. Strange is one of the best ones to make somebody who already doesn't care about Marvel. <laughs> Definitely not want to care about Marvel. Do you, do you want me to commit die? <laughs> no. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Well, it's one of those where we gotta like we gotta like you know get a little bit uh, zooted before we uh, <laughs> before we start that one. Yeah, that's the only way you can get me to do something like that. But you know what? Yeah. If I if I, if I did say I if I agreed to this on another episode, then I then I have to do it because uh, I gotta stick to my word or whatever. Stick to the plan. Yeah. 
because uh, I, I think uh, I think last time we talked about the Venom movie that I really hated. Oh, yes. I'm so glad you watched that. I kind of wish we watched it together. But oh, you know what? So never mind. So you you didn't promise on the podcast to watch Doctor Strange. I think it was through like Facebook. <laughs> we were talking about it. But I twisted your leg into getting you to watch the second Venom. You were considering no, yeah, yeah, that's, it. That's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. The Let There Be Carnage. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. He said the line. He said the line. He said, yes, he said it. He said the, uh, the C word. <laughs> he certainly said words. There were words said in the... It wasn't good dialogue. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How was your day today? Or or I guess it's oh, morning for my you today. Goodness. Um, so not a ton has happened this morning, but I can give you a little context of what's been going on. So I might have mentioned before, we have three cats. Yeah. And one of which... She, they still don't know exactly like what her condition is, but they're fairly certain it's some type of autoimmune disorder. And she also has a rare blood type. Um, she's B and she's already had to have two blood transfusions. Mm. And yesterday we thought she was going to have to have a third. She's only four years old. So (laughs) yeah. So this poor little baby, she's got a lot of health problems. We have to give her, you know, medication in the morning and at night. Um, just to make sure her red blood cell count is high enough because like that's one of her big problems is um, she's anemic. So if her red blood cell uh, count is too low, she gets, like, you know, very lethargic. She doesn't eat and like that's, you know, her body shutting down. So we're always trying to make sure we're one paying attention to like if we notice those things, which yesterday she didn't seem out of the ordinary, which is why when like my dad got word from our vet that, um, yeah, her red blood cell count looks like it's going down. Yeah. And so they didn't want to necessarily put them in panic mode, but they told my parents, you should probably start calling around and seeing which facilities have her blood. But the problem is a lot of times when you call them, you have to have your vet be the ones to talk to them because they will not disclose information like that. Fuck doctors. So, right. So like it's, my dad had to call like 14 places and he was prepared to drive like, you know, anywhere in the Midwest if it meant yeah. like if she really needed that blood transfusion because like you know he's a stereotypical dad like he's like hey whatever it's just the family pet but then he's just like I love this pet like it's my third child like which is great like he was a hero he drove to Purdue yesterday actually Ooh. um so he drove like almost three hours there and waited two hours and this was what makes me so mad so our vet contacted that university and they like you know, they had multiple times of confirmation saying, yes, we have, you know, we can accommodate her. We have the right blood. Um, We have it here. My dad gets there. He has to wait two hours because, you know, sometimes priority for other, you know, like situations with animals. So they finally start to like, you know, take her in. They say, oh, she needs B blood. Yeah, we don't have that. Gotta love, gotta love it. Like, um, it's uh, the, just the American uh, medical system. It's not good for humans and not for good animals either. Damn, that sucks. No, <laughs> it's awful. I'm, and I don't care. I'm, I'm totally putting Purdue on blast because, like, that's ridiculous. Like, you need to make sure you're checking that. And it, it would have been one thing if, like, maybe they did have it, but they had to use it, you know, for, like, another cat or something. And, like... Oh, it was a first come first serve thing. Like we're so sorry. Like that would be understandable, but it sounded like they never had it in the first place. Yet they like confirmed they did when when they were asked multiple times. Isn't Purdue in Indiana? Yeah, well, that's the problem. <laughs> yes, the problem. He went to fucking Indiana. Yeah. So yeah, my dad was a fucking rock star. Like he. You know, he had to figure out what to do. He, you know, drove her there and then was like, okay, well, I've got to, I got to figure something else out. Luckily, there was another place a little bit closer to us, only about an hour away. I think it was somewhere in the city. They um, didn't have blood at the time when we were looking earlier in the day, but sometimes they get their deliveries later. So between us just calling every place again and the vets also trying to help out, they did find that um, that one place in the city, they were like, you know what? We actually do have stuff now. So come to us. They were way more helpful <laughs> than any other place. That's so fucking but, unacceptable. Though. That makes me mad. I angry. know. It, it really is. Oh, my God. My, yeah, my dad was mad, but like he, he was like, okay, well, I got to figure something out. And um, but this is what makes me more mad because I got a text last night from my mom basically saying, okay, so like we finally got... Willow, that's her name. We, we got her somewhere. They ran some, like, they did a blood draw. They said, okay, so she's at, 
she's back up to 18 for her red blood cell count, okay. which she was at 16 before. So the fact that it's going that's up good. even just a little it bit, yeah. that's exactly, that's good. That's better. It's not amazing, but at least like she's not getting worse. And they basically said, we have the blood. So like, it's not going to go anywhere, at least not for the next like handful of days. They said she's not at such a condition where she needs to have the transfusion yeah. because that can also kind of like cause problems too. If like we don't have to do it, we don't want to like make things worse for her. So they said, as long as it looks like things are better than they were before, we'll just That's keep something. an eye on it, check it again. And it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm glad like she's better than like, you know, when they had some of the results. I guess from when she was in earlier like, this week, but I was just like, like that oh lack of, of care, I guess they're like, is whatever, not our problem. Yeah. Kinda. I really don't know what it is either. You know, that's shitty. It just, I, I just feel bad for my dad. He had to drive so much yesterday. The, just the fact they had to drive to Indiana. That's uh, that's a lot. To ask it is. Person. I know. Like, it's crazy to think about it too. Like, like I get it. Our cat has a rare blood type. So already you're, if that blood type is already rare, that means what they even have to use in these types of procedures is probably going to be very scarce. I just, so, you know, like that actually brings me to the top. Uh, I don't want to like have like an angry cast today, but you have awakened <laughs> anger, you know? It's, oh yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I'm, I'm pissed. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I give it to your anger. That's, my, that's, that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's like <laughs> the customer service in the U.S. is absolutely horrible, absolutely ridiculously terrible. And actually, so I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast before, but like, so I had to recover my uh, PlayStation Network stuff when I first moved to Japan. So actually, no, it was like seven months uh, after I moved in because it was after I finally got Internet. It took like six months to get Internet here in the island. So it was like seven or eight months that I had already been here in japan on the island so i'm like cool i'm gonna play playstation stuff but i have to recover my playstation network stuff um because uh, i had the two-step verification and i had my japanese phone number and uh the two-step verification required my us number which i no longer have <coughs> so i had to like call do like an international call to playstation us so this is like my first interaction with uh with a, like a U.S. customer service person, and like almost a year from since mm-hmm. I left, so it may, it may not sound like a like a whole time, or whatever, but it it did for me because like I was like shocked, okay, and uh, so I call, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. the person on the phone answers to me. He was like, "Hello, how can I help you? Like, uh, like, like you want you want to try that again, ma'am? That you you kind of you sound like you're very comfortably." at your home because it's very echoey you're clearly you know just chilling at home but like i don't know like that really (laughs) really bothered me you know because like in japan it's all about really good customer service like you like like you're either like they're very professional no matter where you're at you're like oh yes uh this is nani nani uh how can what can i do for you or like like i'm pleasure to serve you how can i help you but it's like the whole like that yeah hello how can i help you like uh shit in my nuts uh, yeah, I think I know what you mean. It's like you just weren't sure what you were expecting, you know. <laughs> well, to me, like her tone is what really made me angry. Is like she didn't, she didn't give a shit. Like I, I don't know. Like I felt like it was so unprofessional, and I and uh, it kind of continued the entire time. Like just kind of like kind of like very dismissive kind of attitude. And I was like being super nice still. Like I wasn't like a you know, being an ass or anything. I was just like, hey, can you help me with this or whatever? But this is like that. And like, I was just shocked. And I remember, I, like, I remembered that like, like the, the U.S. is just that, like that kind of service. And I mean, not all the time, not all the time, uh, but a lot of the time that it's not great. If they're very dismissive about any issues you have as a customer. It's more like, you know, like that's your problem. <laughs> kind of thing you know I'm, I'm gonna be honest that's kind of me at my job sometimes but like i know what you mean though too like more often than not like i you know like i'm gonna at least like pretend that i give a shit even if i feel like it's something very trivial but i mean like that's if that's what you're there for like at least at least do like what's required of you yeah and I- at work you don't have to necessarily go above and beyond yeah. but like 
you know. Yeah, and I'm not like expecting like the <laughs> Japanese greeting of you know like all super crazy and everything. Just like like the whole like yeah hello can I help you like you know it's like Jesus Christ like for me if if a customer is like hey what's going on like like I rub off that like like uh that energy and I'm you know be very friendly to them you know so. Like, and that's how I always was, like, back in the U.S., like, you know, when people were always kind to me, I was super, I was twice, the. I would, like, reciprocate that twice. I would be much kinder, and uh, anyone who was just, like, sh- would have, like, because, yeah, customers fucking suck, too, don't get me wrong. The customers are fucking shit. But, like, when when you start off like that, it's, like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, it's, it, it, like, it's, it immediately, it's, like, Jesus, what's your problem kind of thing, and it just descends from there. But, you know, I feel like, uh, I don't know, just like at least like if you're starting, you know, the conversation and the, the customer is being shitty, then I feel like, OK, then I'm not going to be as nice to you kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But like it's like uh, it's just like but you got to set the tone, you know, your responsibility is to set the tone because, uh, you know, if it's a good if it's like a potentially friendly person, you're just like, yeah, hello, can I help you? And they're like, may that potentially friendly person notices that and like, Jesus, dude, what's your problem? But you're like, hey, how can I help you? And if the person's shitty, then okay, then it's kind of called for. Then I'm all in for the fuck the friendly service, fuck you. But like, if it's like a friendly person, you know, like, like I don't know, it just like it would rub off. It, I would like rub off that like energy and be like, hey, it was good. even if I'm like having a, having a shitty day, like I can't be specifically shitty to that person who just like shared like some kind energy with me i don't know maybe i'm just weird no i don't think you're weird i i think more often than not if you at least have like a more like i'm trying to think of like not just neutral but like neutral leading more towards like pleasant if you have like a neutral pleasant kind of greeting that you're probably going to be met with something along those lines too i mean yeah you're always going to get some shitty customers but i think there's still is good there's still probably going to be more customers that are nice or at least indifferent yeah. And because, you know, the shitty ones usually just stick out, even if like there were way more customers that were nice or just OK. Yeah. But, you know, the bad ones always kind of like stick yeah. out because they're usually more extreme. Yeah. And it's just like customers can be super shitty in the U.S. and be so just so super disrespectful to the um to the employees. I know I've worked in the food service and there's a reason why I no longer work in the food service. Okay. Oh yeah. There's, there's, People are awful when it comes to food. Yeah. There's nothing worse than a, than a, the hangry American. Seriously. Like that's like the worst thing you could ever encounter in your entire life is a hangry American, especially if they're boomers, but. Oh God, if they're boomers. Yeah. So I get it. I, I seriously, <laughs> seriously get it. I, I totally do. And I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like a, like I'm like this privileged person that I'm like, huh, huh, you didn't call me your majesty. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. but like, I don't know, like if you're like, I don't know if your customer service, at least like start off in the good energy. Like, I know we have b- bad days, but, you know, you you set the tone. And if you're like, yeah, how can I help you? Like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to I want to be nice to you. And uh, yeah, end of rent. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know if you can hear that. Someone decided to like print something. <laughs> that- so. Our printer is down here where I have all my recording stuff. I mean, my I've I've had uh, jets, uh, military helicopters, and uh, weed whackers featured on this podcast, so that that ain't nothing. Don't worry about it. Sure. No one sure knows who's printing. It's God. He heard our complaints. Yeah, he probably did. That's okay. He can take it up with HR. Hey, heaven, right? I don't know where was going with that. So, uh, yeah, good times. And, and, and again, also too, like, since I've been in Japan, I have been like, just, you know, I've been exposed to, to what actually good customer service is. So, um, and that must not be easy for the Japanese employees either, you know, cause they, they you also do get shitty people. Well, it's passively shitty. It's not like direct American shitty, it, but it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting this is kind of off topic, but this one time, this is how, how passive Japanese people are. It's they're so non-confrontational, it's ridiculous. Um, so this one time I was at the airport in Kagoshima Airport, and uh, I had some time between uh between my uh, next flight. I was already like past the gates and I was like I was kind of hungry. So I got some food, went to this uh shop at the at the airport, and uh I don't exactly I didn't remember exactly what type of soba noodles i got but i knew i had soba uh and there's this guy in front of me who who i guess must have ordered soba as well 
And uh, so, like, you know, the lady called out for the order is, hey, order's ready. This this order's ready. And it looked like what I possibly ordered. I wasn't super sure. But what, I was hungry, so I don't know why. I just wasn't thinking. I'm like, yeah, that looks like soba. But what a coincidence that the mm. guy in front of me also ordered soba. There's just no way. Of course, I was the only one that ordered soba. This is ridiculous. Oh, no. So I, get, so I take the soba. Uh, and uh, but I do notice that he's kind of like he was approaching at around the same time that I was, but he was like a little bit behind me. Um, I was closer to the to like the order uh, counter because of course I was. I saw I kind of like from like the back of my eye, kind of saw him like kind of like approach. And but I grabbed the tray and I start to think. I was like, wait a second, is this mine? I was like, and I'm like looking and ex- inspecting like the receipt. I'm like, this might be mine, but there's something wrong. I don't know if, I don't remember if I ordered coffee or not. And like, and the guy behind me is clearly like looking at me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's looking at me. And uh, then it took, takes me a couple seconds to realize, he's like, yeah, this definitely isn't mine. And, uh, and, I'm, and I asked, oh, wait, is this yours? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's mine. Like, like, there's like a solid, like, like a minute. And like, he says <laughs> nothing. He says nothing, but he's looking at me. And I'm like, he keeps st- staring at the tray and looking. Like, like, and then I get it. I'm like, oh, this is probably his. But like, like my brain isn't processing. It's like, well, it's like, why have you? You punched me in the face. Or you like told me like, hey, that's mine, dog. Like, like he didn't say anything that the, hey, hey. No. He, he wasn't even like, oh, excuse me. Actually, I think I believe that's mine. Nothing. He said nothing. Cause then my, interesting. Cause then my order actually came and I was, and there was, I was like, okay, that's definitely mine. But yeah, I'm like, hey, is this, oh, sorry. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Is this yours? I, I, it looked like what I thought I ordered. And I, he's like, oh, yeah. So I gave it to him. But it was just like, I was like so like blown away that he didn't say like jack shit to me. Like literally, that's how unconfront, unconfrontational they are. Like it's crazy. Wow. Absolutely insane. Um, But yeah, like, and people can be shitty, but like, in, like I said, like in different ways, like they're like more like, like the, their version of shitty is just being kind of dismissive towards the 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 staff because you know the staff are just being nice and friendly and they're like they don't say anything like a single word to them like i've seen that happen before and i i i'm of course i'm from the u.s and i've seen actual shittiness but like now i'm like hey wow you didn't even say hello or like oh thank you or anything to that like register your garbage piece of shit and you should die oh my gosh that is so funny how how like the difference is because like yeah i guess if that's the worst thing i would rather have somebody like i guess do that than like you know yell or like you know st- st- you know cause a scene but <laughs> no yeah it, it's it, now that i've been here you know a little bit over a year it's like like i see that like wow you're a piece of fucking garbage you should uh you should burn in heffel and then like i, I can't <laughs> i can't imagine how i'm going to react once i go back to the yes and i see actual oh god actual customer shittiness Right. Oh, like yeah. Like when when you see it back out here, it's gonna be like whiplash. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna see that. Yeah. People are shitty. So <laughs> to make things the uh, long story short, I'm, I'm not like uh, I'm not being like one of those boomers that are like, oh, you should smile more, or you should be like whatever. I'm just saying, you know, try. Just like try a little bit of kindness. Like kindness goes far. But if the person isn't being kind then you will have every right to not be kind to that person. Even if it's, even if you're the, the employee, cause the, you don't know those people jack shit. Like if they're being shitty, a privileged fucking assholes and you have every right to be, you have every right to be a fuck, like a, like a piece of shit back to them because fuck them. Yeah, I agree. You know? So yeah, something, this somehow had to do with uh, me going to Tokyo or something. Oh, I think we were talking about customer service, just like, or just, you know, people trying to like help and like, you know, just either having a bad attitude or not being helpful. Yeah, so <laughs> good times, good times, and I'm very excited for this next uh, typhoon. Actually, it looks like it won't be. Uh, it's 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 not going to be directly in our path, but uh, it's going to be kind of close for the next few days. I don't think it's going to be as bad as this other one. Man, it was crazy. Yeah, last typhoon because we were when I when I was record we were recording the last episode. Uh, there, it was literally in the middle at the peak of that typhoon. Like I did not sleep that night. And I asked one of like the teachers, like, "Yo, did you sleep?" There was like, I did not sleep that night. I was exhausted. This was just, like Sunday night for me, and and uh, she was like, "Oh no, it was, it was fine." You know, I've seen a house get, I've seen a house roof been pl- plowed before in Kagoshima. Whatever, so I slept fine. I'm like, Jesus, oh, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
I did not sleep. Actually, so class was canceled that Monday morning. I was like, oh, thank God, because I was like, I was so tired. I did not sleep, and uh, I was cranky. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, class is canceled. Time to go back to bed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, it must have been like the snow day vibes from, you know, when we were in grade school. Yeah. It, basically, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, typhoon day. It ended up uh, wrecking some parts of like South Korea and uh, Southwest Japan. I did make it did uh, get some damage up there, but uh, I think they're, everyone's OK. But uh, this this next typhoon is actually closer to Taiwan and uh, so just a little bit south of Okinawa. So it, the projection is not. Uh, it's not projected to head towards us super close, but typhoons are unpredictable. Uh, they, they are easily trackable, but you can kind of guess where they're heading, like a gen- a good idea, but they do kind of swerve off the predicted path quite often. So, but I think it'll be all right. Yeah. Or God's just, I know that God's pissed or whatever at me. He's trying to kill me. You haven't gotten me yet, neighbor. Woo! Uh-huh. I was going to say, so when you move to Tokyo, are you going to have more chances of earthquakes? Oh, yeah. Or... Oh, yeah. Actually, actually probably, yeah. the Kanto area, yes, is like notoriously like gets the worst earthquakes in Japan. So I am definitely... Uh, I've been aware of that. I, I think I'm, I've been thinking about that quite a lot. But um, that's just, uh, you know, living in Japan is... Because uh, here, actually, uh, you don't get earthquakes, but you get... Tre- you, I do experience tremors, basically, like, every single day. Um, almost every single day. Um, but they're, like, very light tremors. Um, you do experience them, but very light uh, in comparison to what I'll probably experience in the Kanto area. Like, for example, like, when I was in... When I came... The first time I came, and I've mentioned this already a few times, but, like, you know, I experienced that earthquake during my quarantine when I first arrived in Japan. And I experienced, like... Uh, a, a, just a very strong tremor when I was in Kagoshima, but uh, yeah, now it's gonna be a much more uh, very um, actual, realistic uh, scenario of the Kanto area that I'll be living in. So yeah, that's just, I guess it's just kind of you know, I mean, Japanese people have been living with you know, basically the, throughout the entire existence of Japan. So just gotta soldier on. Yeah, you'll have to get used to it. I'm sure. Yeah. So actually, I believe they do have like. Uh, uh, natural disaster like training schools i actually want to go to one in tokyo they actually look kind of fun like for like yeah like, for example they have like for earthquakes and floods and they have like all these like tons of like simulations um and they look actually it looked like super fun i'm like cool i kind of want to do it but also it would be good to prepare you know you, n- you never know one thing that's actually you, you never think about like a lot of people have like electric stoves because you know if in, in the chance of an earthquake and then you know you have a fire going on there's like in, you know in the middle you're cooking something there's an earthquake now you've got also like the hazard of a potential fire in your ha- house or apartment oh yeah that's true that'd be a good class to take then yeah so uh it's crazy i i and i've again like i i think i talked about one time when sakurajima erupted i talked about it in the podcast but like uh yeah japan really has like the worst luck in geography like they get the worst of everything you know the crazy typhoons and the earthquakes and uh and for us in the u.s you know it's like if each different region gets like their own unique natural disasters you know in, in our region in the midwest we get tornadoes the west gets the earthquakes and then the east southeast gets the hurricanes um but like yeah if there's a hurricane and we're in chicago like we're not gonna feel that shit it's like it's happening in a whole different planet same with like uh, earthquakes you know when they happen in like california it's a whole different planet if you know it's and same if you're in florida and there's an earthquake in california and when you're like yep it's a different planet but yeah we don't feel shit but in uh right japan everything's more of course it's a significantly smaller country than the u.s so uh the smallest typhoon the smallest earthquake you know it's gonna impact impact the country so it's uh they be getting shit on by god's uh power or whatever (laughs) gotta love it yeah gotta love it gotta love it yeah those earthquakes gotta love them so yeah it's gonna be interesting um i i have been seriously i have been like thinking about the earthquakes that's funny you're just like yep i'm that's the thing i have to worry about now but i'm excited though uh i'm a summer boy but it's gonna be kind of nice after living here uh in the island a subtropical island for like a year it is gonna be kind of nice to experience like uh winter again i know it's not as extreme as it is in chicago so I, but it does snow a bit in the Kanto area so it'll be nice it won't be like a gross winter then right it shouldn't be but we'll see uh the climate's always changing in the 
You know, am I right? The good old, the good old climate change. Oh yes, that's true. But yeah, hopefully it'll be like the nice picturesque, like winter where it's like, this is pleasant. Not like it's every, you know, there's salt everywhere. The sun's blinding and reflecting off of every surface and it's negative 20. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah. I don't want that kind of winter, <laughs> but, but we shall see. It'll be uh cause like, I went to the Kansai area to, and I went to Osaka and Kyoto. Um, it was winter time. It was like uh, late December because it was for Christmas and uh, New Year's. And it did snow a bit uh, when I went to... Uh, actually, I also went to Wakayama. It snowed a little bit. It was pretty chilly, but I wouldn't say like, you know, in compared to like comparison to like Chicago where... The cars like sound like uh, they're like a neighing horse because they won't start. You know, like the uh, the when your car makes that sound, you know it's cold. <laughs> oh yeah, when it does. <laughs> Seriously, like anyone who's ex- like anyone in Canada or anything, anyone that experiences like extreme cold that lives in the cold, like you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like like your car engine just like won't start. And it's just. <laughs> sounds like, that, sounds like that, a fucking horse. That's so true, though. God, I, I don't, I don't miss that. It's, it's so crazy to me. Like thinking back, I'm like, like, because there's so much like uh, black ice on the, uh, you know, during that time. Oh no! And I literally, without fail, every single season, every winter season, I would almost, almost, uh, like die because like my car does like a 360. I hit a patch of black ice, like, every, without fail, every time, without fail. Then again, I did have some shitty cars uh, in my time, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, seriously, I would almost always get into some kind of accident in the winter because like it was just terrible. Like, it's so cold. There's ice everywhere. Oh God, I don't miss that. Good luck. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, not looking forward to that winter driving. Well, it's nice. It's like, uh, I won't be driving. I'm going to be taking a, a train uh, to work. So uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I don't yes. I don't have to worry about driving in the in the winter. It's kind of nice and good. Yeah, that'll be good. I uh, I know the cities are usually better for this, but I just hate that we're, we live in such a car-centric society. Oh, don't get me started. And I get it. Like, the suburbs are not, like, there's really nothing to support public transportation but they should invest in that <laughs> yeah but the car lobbyists that run the country would not like that oh no they definitely wouldn't i mean and they would still make a ton of money because people would still want to have cars but like if you can give the option for people to like not have to constantly be relying on that as their only form of transportation yeah like you know seeing like a reference like you know with Jap- japan like having a like phenomenal public transportation even in the country hell even this fucking remote island of 14,000 people, it has a really good bus system here. Um, yeah, I don't doubt that. So, like, it makes me so angry. I, I'm not going to get into another rant because, you know, I want this podcast to be happy. I already did like, a rant about customer service in the U.S. I know. Um, so we can't have too many rants in the season finale. I can't because, you know, I want to, you know, the whole thing, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is because I wanted to talk about fun things in Japan and, like, being, you know, I don't want to be like one of those ranty podcasters that is because this is like, you know, like he's like, dude, shut up, you nerd. So, yeah, like every other podcast. Right. Like, I want this to be a fun, <laughs> a fun cast. So I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to not going to get into like the, the, the car problem in America. I'm, I'm just going to be like, yeah. I'm just only going to talk about how nice public system is in, in uh, Japan because it really is. It's awesome. Uh, you definitely don't have to worry about uh, getting a car um, if you're especially in the city. I mean, why would you need one anyway? But like in the countryside, it's a good, uh, good uh, bus system. Um, it's really nice and cool. The drivers are very uh, considerate of pedestrians. It's a, you know, it's, very, it's a very, uh, we share the road kind of attitude here in Japan. It's really, really nice kind of a, uh, Come, you know, coming from the U.S., where um, it's like, oh, uh, you 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 got hit by a car. Well, that's your problem for not having a car. You fucking poor. <laughs> right. You should have thought of that before you were poor. Sure, right. You being poor is like the worst thing you can be in 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 U.S. So you're like the you're an enemy of the state if you are poor. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> happy happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Uh, let's think about happy thoughts. 
So uh, I guess we're going to close off this episode because um, I don't. I, I'm not going to get an angry boy. This is this is the end of season. <laughs> this is the end of season one. Season one. Damn it! Uh, it's going to be end off on a good note. Uh, there's going to be so many more adventures in season two. Um, seriously, like it's a new adventure. I can't. I can't wait to like go exploring so I can talk about it on the podcast. It's going to be a new. Hopefully, a much more interesting podcast uh, if it hasn't already been uh i'm gonna you know get myself in because i when i when i'm in the city i get myself into shenanigans this is how it's uh how it goes whether it's by accident or on purpose um because you know what it's like i'm those are i really miss the city all life. good stories <laughs> right i miss the city life i, re- I really do you know because like from, from like the worst to the good you know the, the, from the bad to the good regardless it, it was always interesting you know it's like in chicago you know He'd walk down an alley and some guy's taking a shit. You know, it's like interesting things like that, you know? <laughs> a- anything goes. Don't see that every day. Right? Anyth- <laughs> anything goes. So I'm excited for all the weird, for all the good and the bad. I'm excited to experience it. It's a new chapter in my life, a new chapter for this podcast, too. Um, so this will end, I guess, season one, I guess, then. Uh, so thank you, Sage. Thank you, Brian. If anyone uh, wants to email us in the meantime, any kind of stories, feedback, questions, or whatever, uh, yeah, it's gaijinbento at gmail.com. Uh, we're, I'm going to be uh, updating stuff on Instagram just to let you guys know what's going on with the podcast, but we're not going to go anywhere. We're just going to get our shit together, both uh, Sage and I, uh, to prepare and make season two really good, awesome podcast experience. For you guys, uh, it's going to be a new adventure. So it's going to be, it's only going to get better from here. I can say that with confidence. It's only going to get better. Uh, but we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be sad missing a couple episodes. We've been doing this consecutively for like uh, since March. So, you know, we've, it's been great. I'm not good at keep being consistent with things in life. So, so it's kind of nice. This is, this uh, Sage has been a good, uh, has been really good at keeping me, um, what's the word? Uh, uh, consistent uh, really good at keeping me doing something like and not just being like all right i'm done with this sort of thing been good motivation to not give up. <laughs> sticking with yeah, it sticking yeah with it. that's the, that's what i was looking for <laughs> sticking with it so and uh it's probably not going to be too much of a long break um hopefully so uh yeah it's like a short hiatus yeah. i don't even know if I, I don't know i feel like hiatus is kind of like a big word yeah so yeah it's because hiatus is like Probably like indefinite. It's not indefinite. We're just gonna we're just getting our shit together. I'm just gonna like you know uh, move in, get my stuff situated in the city, uh, and then you know in the meantime I know you also have some stuff going on. But uh, yeah, uh, once we get you know settled in, uh, we'll be back with much more fun stories. All right, uh, see you out, everybody. Later, skaters.